Hey, hey, good morning. Hey, good afternoon. Well, good. I guess it's good evening somewhere, huh? If you're in Europe, based on where we are, it's it's evening. There you <laughs> go. Well, hey, I'm Rand. I'm Gary. We are Dot Shot Talks. We are. We're here to help you connect the dots. And take the shots. Kind of what we do. Absolutely. So uh, what I'd like to do is I want to pick up where we left off um, in conversation. Because where we left off last week, if you remember, we had eight people listen, uh, check it out. So we had eight, eight listen to, to. So if you're one of the eight, we'll pick up where you left off. And if you're not, you may have to pick up last week's episode. So, um, so here I am. I've got this durian that they put the spoon in my mouth. And as it's going into my mouth, I made the fatal mistake of smelling. The fruit. That was which, the fruit from your, the durian is the fruit, right? I, I know. I, I didn't want to give too much information, but it was a fruit from Indonesian. Uh, my my um, boss's wife, who was Indonesian with her Indonesian friend. Anyways, we were talking about um, trying things new, not being afraid to try things and experience and what have you. So anyways, um, so they had asked me if I wanted to try the fruit and I said, sure, you know, I, why not? I'd never had it before. And, uh, the last thing my boss said to me was, um, whatever you do, don't smell it just as the spoon was entering my mouth. And of course, what do you do? Don't think of a pink elephant. You think of a pink elephant, you smell it or I smelled it. And immediately my jaw locked. You know, because it's, 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 it's spelled bad, you know, um, and let's just say that, um, it's, it was, it, it just smelled like a sewer and, uh, I, I could not get my mouth to open. I wanted to open my mouth. I want, wanted to get it out, but I just, first time I'd ever experienced anything of the kind. So sure enough, um, eventually I was able to open up my mouth. And um, get it out. Um, I did not eat any of it, uh, but you know, <laughs> which le- leads us to the, uh, the 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 topic of today, which, which is uh, turning thought into action or turning thought into actions. Motto: um, <laughs> basically, turn thought into action. So. Of course, let off with an action, the uh, trying something new and actually trying it and then realizing, you know, it's not exactly for me. <laughs> I, I, I can't say I've tried it since, but I do know a lot of people, um, my wife included, that do like um, the fruit. And they tell me it's very, very sweet and it's a tasty fruit. Um, you know. There you have it. But getting past the smell is another, is a, is, it's a sensory thing. So it causes you to move in a different direction. Huh? <laughs> um, you know, funny thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. But you know what I, you, you realize really quick <clears throat> when you start thinking about something like this, you know, you're, you think the culture you grow up in, you may not realize, but the culture you grow up in has an effect or it, it, it um, mm-hmm. it influences your, your thoughts, be- yep, and your behaviors, yep, and, absolutely, and your behaviors and the mm-hmm. way you think, whether you realize it or not. Yep. Now, you, I, I can say you can overcome overcome it. You can um, open yourself up to um, 
experiences and flexibility, um, which, which is kind of what we were encouraging uh, last week a little bit, you know, um, being flexible and, um, and, you know, being willing to try because you never, you know, you might be able to unlock um, an area that you've been trying to break into, have breakthroughs because of, and until you gain more knowledge, gain more experience, a lot of these things, I mean, that's a lot of the same type of thing, but cultures definitely have influence. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And countries, regions, yeah, nationalities, ethnicities, yeah, it's all of that stuff really kind of influences basic thoughts and behaviors that we have and that we have established for where we where we take our thoughts and then put them into action. Exactly. Again, leading into our topic, right? Exactly leading into our topic, turning thoughts into actions. And and some people are fearless though. Some people will jump right into something that they've never experienced before. And and it's it's no big deal to them. For some people there's you know there's hesitancy or you know or or a tendency not to try at all. Um but there's but those people that that are able to dive right into it i know i'm not one i'm typically not one of those people who will dive right into something that i'm not familiar with so it does cause me to sometimes to hesitate or even you know not even try if it's out of my out of my ram of the environment or thought process that i've that i've grown up with but I can't say that it it'll stop me every time. That's for sure. I I I think that um, if if we work on uh, developing a habit, you know, back to that doggone book, Mel Robbins. You know, the five second rule, right? You develop a. I mean, that's the whole book, right? Um, <laughs> but you develop a habit of uh, one, two, three, four, five, go as she says in her book, bless her heart, um, you can break through a lot of the, you know, your ability to do some of the things, uh, take the step in the direction that you would like to move, you know, rather than um, getting overwhelmed and not moving. Cause sometimes that'll build in the, the wrong direction too, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And build, and you'll get an anxiety that you don't need. Absolutely. You know? Nope, you're absolutely so, correct. Yeah. I I work hard at it. Well, I, and and I don't want and I and I've developed a lot of anxieties because of it. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> no, I but I get that though. We we tend to we tend to sometimes push ourselves like you were saying, we tend to push ourselves in a in a particular direction depending on where we are and that that'll 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 kind of push us to decide one way or the other where we are with willing to try something different or step outside of our comfort zone if if that's another way to put it um i'm i'm i heights right we want to talk about heights heights is not a uh, particular i'm not a particular fan of heights so what i've what i've done over over time is I I I I tend to focus and or I or, or meditate or I'll, I'll visualize myself 
being on top of something high without my legs buckling and the feeling the nerves going through my knees as they wobble <laughs> as I'm close to the edge of something. So, I mean, it happens to me. It, it doesn't happen to me so much on planes, but it does happen to me when I'm in tall buildings or I'm on the edge or a ledge of something where there's a, where there's a sharp drop off. Right. I, I, so what I, what I focused on is taking, visualizing myself doing that. We, at, at the, at the job, we have this landing that's about 25 feet in the air and I'll stand, you know, and I'll get next to the edge and I'll just imagine myself jumping off of it. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, into water, not necessarily jumping down to the ground, uh, but jumping in some water because it reminds me of one of the obstacles that are in the savage race that I, that I like doing in Georgia. Um, so I will, I'll imagine myself being there doing it, working my way through it. And the, one of the things is that I've come started expressing words when I get to the edge so that it helps break up the tension. So I try to put myself in a different mind versus holding it in and, and, and really kind of tightening and balling myself up. So I really kind of, I kind of shout, jump, go, you know, do it, you know, and where I feel I have this release and now so much now when I, when I go up and I do it and I try and I visualize on it, I don't get the shaky knees. I don't get the, I don't get the want to pull back from it. I, I have this deal where I'm, I'm very comfortable at the edge of that landing now, um, which goes straight down to the floor. I'm, I, I'm working my way out of that. So I'm, and I think even one point you suggest that we do zip lining and I'm, I'm not, I'm not as opposed to it today as I was when you first suggested that to me about a, a couple of years ago. So I think I'm working through some things and it's allowing me to turn my thoughts that I want to not have issues with height and, and turn those, turn that thought of not wanting to have that into the action of actually being able to do it and accomplish those things, even though, and my initial reaction is that I'm not comfortable with this. So, and it seems to be, it seems to be working because my knees don't buckle as easily as they used to. Or as often. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, heights can definitely be a paralyzing thing. I, I think they say the number one fear or the greatest fear is public speaking. People are death, deathly afraid to stand up in front of a crowd and speak. But um, I know heights is right there. I, I've always battled with heights myself, you know. Mm -hmm. But like, like I said, I've, I've overcome a lot of it. And I still, I still don't like getting to the top of the ladder. I'm painting my house. There's nothing like painting the eaves on the second story. Nothing like it, you know. But it's still somebody's got to do it. And um, I guess I could pay somebody to do it, but, you know, I'd rather paint it myself. So I get to go through the process of climbing the rungs of the ladder and the upper rungs, getting to the top where, you know, the ladder's on the, you know, right on the edge of the roof, <clears throat> you know, and you get that lump in your throat before you ever get there, mm -hmm. you know, and you keep climbing, you keep climbing and you don't think about it until you get there, you know. Correct. Um, other things, other things that um, uh, 
to overcome as far as, you know, fear-based things. Um, uh, I used to do blue water hunting with a friend of mine and he took me out into what they call the blues, you know, out to where the buoys are. And it's, I don't know, 600 feet, 600 fathoms. I don't know what it is. All I can tell you is there's nothing but blue all around you when you look down the water. You don't see anything but blue, blue screen. And then a fish will appear just like, you know, whoop, somebody put a fish on the screen, you know? Right. So, but getting used to that, that's a whole nother ball game. You know, um, yeah. I would say uh, a lot of the stuff is, you know, like, like say one step at a time, a lot of mental battle, breathing still, uh, getting the habit of going through and taking a step knowing, I mean, zip lining, um, I've not really ever had any fear of heights with zip lining. I might have more of a problem getting up to where we've got to connect, but once I'm connected for some reason, I feel quite confident, um, in the equipment, knowing that the cable is, you know, tied off, um, I, I don't know of very many zip lining accidents out there. Um, I think there have been some, but I, the, uh, the ones that have happened were people that are working, you know, they're working for the zip line and they're doing something acrobatic that they shouldn't be doing. And therefore there's an issue, you know, um, I think that's the only zip lining deal. Jumping out of airplanes, you know, that's, uh, I think, I don't know if I did on the podcast, but the, the, I was the first guy out of the, uh, the airplane on my first jump. Mm -hmm. And I thought if I'm going to die. And I really felt like I was going to die. I thought <laughs> I was so afraid. I was so afraid that I was just like, I'm going to die. You know, but I kept telling myself people do this all the time. You know, there's guys that, you know, uh, that have done it. We were watching the guys jump out of the airplanes before we ever went up in the plane. You know, we had been going through jump school for, I don't know, days, maybe, oh, I forget how long it is. But anyway, so you've, you'd already watched people jump and you, you tell yourself things like that. But there's something about not experiencing it yourself and you, you're just sure you're going to die. You know, just, I don't care how tight your parachute is strapped to your body. And I, and I mean to tell you that they, get, they strap it tight to your body. You know, it's almost winched down, you know like your uh your your straps you're strapping some ratcheting straps you know that's kind of how it's tightened down to your body to where you get compacted into it but okay. no matter what you don't think you're going i mean if you've got that fear in you um i did not think i was going to make it but i figured if i'm going to die i didn't want to follow somebody else's talk <laughs> out of the, the airplane you know and and my last view is the the back end of the guy in front of me and i just <laughs> for some reason i didn't want to do that i just thought well if i'm going to you know i want to get the full view i might as well get the full experience you know right if i'm gonna go out so and then i was confident that the jump master i mean he told me uh when i tell you to go you're gonna go and if you don't go i will kick you out of this airplane and he was serious so i knew that i had to jump when he said go i had to go because, I mean, they don't play around. They're, they're, they're serious. And they train you and let you know that they are going to do what they tell you they're going to do. So when he said go, I went, you know. And the chute opened, and I was like, wow, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, once the chute opened, you know, it's fine again. You know, another one of those 
cases where, you know, you're okay, you know, the, the part from the airplane until the static line pulls is uh, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, once the parachute opens, for me, no matter how high I am, I felt the confidence of the parachute. I didn't have a height issue at that point. Gotcha. So, anyways, fear of heights. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's the deal where you 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 took a thought. You took a thought. Work through work work through a process that led you to be able to take an action, and that's that's a that's basically you know you found something that you wanted to to transform into an action. You found something you know just like I did. I I, I found something that I wanted to turn into an action. We let most of the things that keep us from turning our thoughts into actions does become fear. Most of that is fear. That's a, that's a psychological social thing. That's, that's known all over. Um, We have the ability to, we have the ability to, to take what we think, transform it and it can become reality. We can create it. So it's almost really like creating, creating something out of nothing, right? Someone had a concept for a cell phone at one point in time. It was just a thought. And now we have it. So they turned a thought into an action. Uh, James T. Kirk. I'm sorry? James T. Kirk, man. James T. Kirk. There you go. He did that. (laughs) Did he do that? But uh, (laughs) Star Trek was the first place that uh, that type of a device showed up, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Well, could I? I think I think so. The handheld communicators. Yeah, I think that I think that is pretty. Uh, I think that is pretty pretty accurate. And if not, it's pretty damn close anyway. So it's enough that we'll give it we'll give it credit here on this show. How about that? There you go. <laughs> so, um, you know, releasing fear to turn thoughts into action. Hey, the the fact that we have I had a thought for a book that we are. It is becoming a reality. So those those things are that is become it is transforming thought into action. We are doing we are doing that. That thing is happening. It is it is being created. Um, it, it may be something different from you. It may be it may be a weight loss thing. It may be it may be just wanting to be healthier altogether. It may be starting your own business it may be it may be sculpting it may be drawing it could be making a movie act whatever it is that you want to do you can do it right it's and taking the opportunity to to take your thought and choosing which things are important to you important enough that you are willing to do whatever it takes to make it a reality to turn that thought into an action that's that's awesome and and I, I guarantee you, you at the end when you are when you are taking your last ten breaths, that's one thing that you will always be able to have with you, is knowing that you did that. No regrets, right? Turning your thoughts into action, man. That's a. I think it's a beautiful thing to do, man. I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so one of the things that uh, we should give credit to is. Um, the guys, uh, Gary Keller and uh, Jay Papazan that wrote the book, The One Thing, mm-hmm. um, they, they do a great job of breaking it down into what's the one thing that I can do, uh, such that by doing, uh, doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary. And you plug in 
the the uh, the mindset or the thought of Gary Keller in the, in writing it is um, what you you pick whatever it is that you want to accomplish and you start breaking it down and you come up with the one thing that you've got to do that leads you into the process to get there. Um, you know, you uh, let's say you want to jump out of airplanes and you're in the military, you, you know, go to airborne school. I mean, that's maybe that's the one thing. It may not be jumping out of the airplane, but it might be signing up for airborne school is the one thing that you can do uh, that will lead you into it to where you can accomplish what you're looking for, you know, yes. to get to work. So um, business, I mean, you think about the one thing, what is the one thing that you can do? And that's their mindset. Um, you know, hats off to them. They've, they've got a, a great book, a, you know, great program and uh, might be something to, to pick up to, you know, sharpen skills for those of you out there listening. Yeah, it is. You want to accomplish something, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a great launch pad, right? It's definitely, that book is definitely a great launch pad for you moving in a direction that will help you see what's beyond even just your, 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 your initial thought process on, on how you handle moving from thoughts into action. Um, it, it, there's definitely a lot of information out there. And we do, we appreciate the one thing because we see how, we see how beneficial it ha- it is. Now, you know, of course there's other information out there, but you know, it's, it's something that you and I initially, we were able to cling on to immediately to see huge benefit of, of what that means. But yeah, but you've taken the one thing and you've, you've expanded on it yourself personally. And it is, it's really become a walk for you. It's not just a, it's not just a, uh, it's not just a a bullet point or a footnote for you. It is something that you really clung on to, right? Well, I mean, you pointed it out to me. You said, hey, man, mm-hmm. read this. This sounds just like you. And I read it and I go, oh, that does sound like me. <laughs> yeah. The next thing you know, I'm into the book. Um, yeah, it's it's um, there's a lot of truth. I, I, I my hat's off to Gary Keller. Uh, the guy has put together a, a real estate um business that's um i mean not to go back to last week's episode he's world best i think he's he's um not just claiming to be but i think he really leads the best real estate organization in the world but he's somebody that has a genuine interest in helping others to improve and uh, accomplish goals and um i mean that's that's where he developed the one thing but there's a lot of truth in it I find there to be truth and it's definitely a way to get to points of breakthrough. I mean, there's a lot of stuff along the way. There's a lot of, um, like you said, there's a lot of people, what have you. Um, what we're trying to do is help, help you to open up your mind to um, accomplishing. And if you're having trouble accomplishing, uh, having trouble getting actions, you know, putting your thoughts into actions, finding ways to, break into action, you know, yes. where you haven't had action before. And that's, that's the heart of everything. I mean, that's, that's what we're saying today, break into action. What, what can you do? And if you can't figure it out, here's some other options. Um, uh, who else, when it comes to planning, um, Jim Rohn. Yep. Jim Rohn yep. is the guy that said, Hey, can you plan out your day? 
you know, I remember <laughs> listening to one of his um, talk series, his um, tape sets, can you plan out your day? And then you go from planning out your day and he goes, hey, if you can plan out your day, can you plan out your week? And then you, you take it to the plan out your week and he says, okay, now if you can plan out your week, can you plan out your month? And he goes, you take it to the highest level, you know, so you get all excited, you plan out your month. Well, you know, he goes on, he goes, now, can you plan out your year? <laughs> You're like, what? You know, I just went from my day, can I plan out my year? Well, guess what? I figured out how to plan out my year. But a lot of that, that's Jim Rohn and um, a lot of his teaching. Um, I mean, there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of people out there, but not everybody is a fit for everybody. Correct. And there's certain, you know, it's, it's like a buffet. There's certain things when it comes to like planning Jim Rohn, he's, he's one of the guys that I've listened to a lot about planning. He's got a lot of good stuff out there, you know, breakthroughs, taking the next step. Uh, what is the one thing I love the, the, the book, the one thing, because, you know, it's, it's not, overbearing you don't have to do five things it's not a five-step plan a ten-step plan it's a one-step plan you break it down to one thing and i mean hey who wouldn't rather do one thing than ten i i mean it's i love just the mindset alone there's a lot of freedom in it and that's that's why i picked it up and that's why i like it yeah yeah so so don't hey but don't discount doing multiple things to get to your one thing What do you mean? Hey, we got nine points, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sure. But um, nine points to a well-rounded you. Correct. You know, there's, you know, that's, that's a, I mean, the, the one. <laughs> okay. I know what you mean though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just picking. Well, uh, okay. All right. In defense, in defense, seeing that you put, put me on the spot uh, while recording, while, while recording live. Um, so, <laughs> but, but re- don't take it out of context because the context of the one thing isn't, you know, what's the one thing that, you know, I, I have to do for life that's going to make everything that, you know, uh, become easier or unnecessary. And that's eat breakfast. You know, and, and if that's all you do in life and is eat breakfast, well, somewhere along the way, you're going to have to have an income to continue to eat breakfast, you know. So uh, the, the context of the one thing is you're, you're picking your next step as you're developing yourself and becoming, as we would say, a better you. Um, what is the next thing you're working on? And as you pick that step, that one point can you break it down to the smallest element to accomplish that goal? And that's, there's your, there's your nine points. There's your key to your nine points. Correct. No, like I said, I was just picking on you. I knew where you were at. I know, but everybody else doesn't know. <laughs> well, they don't even know our nine points yet. So, but we're, we're getting there. You guys will know our nine points shortly. So uh, eventually. Yeah. As we continue pushing this, uh, pushing it, as we push this book out and start relaying it to you here on the uh, podcast and uh, on our postings. So there you go. So what's the, what's the good takeaway from you for the, for, for today's topic, turning thoughts into action. What's the, what's the good takeaway? Um, I, it's hard for me to get past the, the simplicity of um, don't make it too difficult. 
the, I, I think my takeaway is, the, you know, some of the things that I've learned that um, helped me to accomplish things is um, keep it simple. You know, yes. it's, it's, you don't have to make it too difficult. There might be difficulty, but don't overdo it. You, you can break it down to the smallest element. Right. And if, you know, if, if the tool you're using isn't working, you may have to change tools. Dude, that was exactly my point too, right? You know, you're not stuck because you choose a tool now. You can always switch tools. You can always switch tools. So yeah, that's my takeaway from it as well. You're never stuck with one piece of advice or one thought process. Learn to change and adapt. If success is what you're wanting, look for it. You know what I mean? Find ways to be successful instead of finding ways to say, I'm, I'm lost. So, yeah. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to lend a helping hand because sometimes people around you may be stuck. And I mean, just simply listening to them might be a big help and ha having them vent and get it off their chest and think about what they're doing and that they might have a breakthrough just because you've listened to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, well, I, so, I appreciate this conversation, man. That was huge. There you go. So close this out, man. Close this out. Hey, I'm Rand. I'm Gary. We are Dot Shot Talks. We are. We're here to help you connect the dots and take the shots. Swish. Thanks for tuning. Yes, there you go. Swish. Thanks for tuning in the show. We will catch you guys next week. Yes, we will. Okay, adios.